who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? What are your core values? And if people are looking into your life, what would they find? Uh, and it's an interesting uh, series of questions when it comes to business and really importantly to marketing your business. Because a lot of people say to me, I need a marketing plan, I need to put an ad on Facebook, I need to do some Google AdWords, I need to do a brochure, I need to do a, a, a website, I need to market my business. But my first question is always this, who are you? What do you stand for? What would you die for? And what are your core values? Because ultimately, success in business, it's been suggested, comes from who you are and what you do are exactly the same thing. So a lot of people have a job and they go to work five days a week, and then two days a week they do the things that they love to do. Well, I didn't finish high school, so I didn't do very well at maths, obviously, because I didn't do maths. And I think the last time I did maths was about... I was about 12. Uh, but I don't think that five and two is a good balance. It doesn't, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> How about you? So I, I'm suggesting, and wouldn't it be awesome, if seven days a week you did all the things that you love to do, if seven days a week you were the person that you wanted to be, uh, if seven days a week you woke up every single day passionate about the day, whether it was a play day or a play away day, which is what I call them, so if you want your business to be successful and you need to market your business, should that start with who are you? Not this is a pretty picture of something, you know, you can buy photos of people that you don't even know and use them in your marketing. But is that representative of you? Is your business who you are? Is the career that you've chosen a representative of the person you are on the inside? And uh, if you want to dig a little bit deeper with that, I was very privileged. I was only 18 years of age and I applied for a position in a health club and they wanted somebody over 18. Sorry, I was 18 at the time. They wanted somebody over 30 with experience and I was only 18 and I had no experience, but a stack of passion. So I went and applied for the position anyway. And I was very privileged that the man that owned the health club could see something in me that he could see potential. And one of those interesting words, potential, because it means that you haven't used it yet. It's, it's something that is available to you that you, you need to dig deep and find it, perhaps. But he could see that in me. And he sent me off to a, a what I thought was going to be a management school. I thought I was going to learn how to manage a health club. Turns out it was more about how to be a great person uh, conference, workshop, seminar. And one of the big things that I learned on day one that I now have been sharing with everybody for all of my career path, whether it's about uh, marketing your business, growing your business, applying for a position, uh, wanting to be on a sporting team, wanting to be on a board of trustees, doesn't matter what it is that you want to do. Is it important or could it be important to know who you are, what you stand for, what your core values are? And interestingly, that question, what would you die for? So I rock up at this conference, this leadership and management conference, and uh, a little bit embarrassing, I was at the time 18 years of age, I was in great shape, just ask me, and I used to run around in tiny little clothes, I used to wear tiny little bike pants and crop tops, and I had my boobies out and my butt cheeks out, and, and I used to dress like that because... Uh, I would get lots of compliments from people. Now, there's a lot of people that hated me on site, but there was a particularly blokes would say, oh, wow, she looks awesome. And it was good for my self-confidence. But what I was really lacking was self-esteem, because obviously when you've got great self-esteem, it's not about how you look on the outside, it's how you are on the inside. 
And that was day one of that conference, which is, or which was, uh, who are you? And that was the very first question of the day. And the request was that you come up with five words to describe yourself as a person. And I'm sharing this with you because, you know, when you have a a life-changing experience, have you ever had that one time in your life or that one experience that completely turned your life into into a more positive direction? Well, this was this particular event for me. So it didn't take me long to figure those words out. And I wrote down very passionately and quickly, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. And I'm using the fingers of my hands because uh, the suggestion was that, yes, you could write it down on a piece of paper, but you don't always take a piece of paper with you. You don't always take a book with you, but you always take your hands with you. So if you can connect the words that you are going to use to describe yourself as a person, if you can connect them to the fingers on your hand, then you're always going to take that with you. And it's a good reminder of who am I? And you, you can then look at your hands. And that was how it was described to me at this particular management workshop. So it was tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional. And it's interesting because I'm a bit of an extra mile person, so I put two words on my thumb. So tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, and professional. So that was really easy for me to come up with those words. I was just about to start working as a manager of a health club. I was excited about that, and I wanted all the members at my health club to think of me as a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, and professional person. The challenge came with the next part of the exercise. The first part for me was easy, pick five words. The second part of the exercise was uh, consider this, and I'll ask you to do the same. Somebody's going to come into your life when you're not there. So I'm in my kitchen at the moment, and you're now looking into my pantry. Uh, somebody's going to come into your life and look into your pantry when you're not there. And the example was given that it's somebody who would have an influence on your life. And I'll use the example, uh, let's say you're applying for a career position, which I had just done. I was just, I hadn't started yet as my my new career position as a health club manager. Uh, Or somebody's going to invest money in you, so a venture capitalist. Or somebody's going to give you an opportunity, but they want to find out who you really are. So you might have put on your resume, your CV, your business proposal that you are these five words. And of course, mine were tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. But the exercise was that somebody was going to go and look into your life, and I'll rephrase, somebody was going to come and look into my life when I wasn't there without having met me and have a look at my life and then come up with five words to describe me as a person. So somebody was going to go to my house and look inside my house. Now, the interesting one, of course, is the third drawer in your kitchen. But it was given to me in this process. So they're going to open the door. They're going to go into your kitchen. They're going to look in your cupboards. They're going to look in your pantry. They're going to look in your fridge. They're going to look in the third drawer of your or second drawer of your kitchen because that's usually the junk drawer, yeah? They're going to have a look in your bathroom. They're going to have a look at your clothes. They're going to have a look at the condition of your shoes. They're going to have a look at how clean your house is. They're going to have a look at what kind of cosmetics you use. They're going to have a look at the condition of your toothbrush. They're going to have a look at your library, your music collection. And now, of course, because for me this was a very long time ago, as you know, I'm a very old lady. But now, if this same exercise was happening, this whoever was looking into your life when you're not there, so it might be a an FBI detective or a a federal police officer or a private detective was going to look into your life, Uh, 
right now they've got many more things to look at because they can now look at all of your social media. And interestingly, if somebody wants to dig deeply into your social media experiences and everything you've ever posted, even if you think you've deleted it, they can still find it. So every post you've ever made, every nasty thing you've ever said or every nice thing you've ever said, every business you've ever uh, pulled down or every business you've ever complimented, uh, that's now available to somebody who wants to start digging into your life, which is interesting because often in our CV or our resume, we might put, I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. Uh, and people read that, but now they can actually go and find out if we are. Well, that's what this exercise is. Somebody's going to go and look in your house when you're not there or look into your life when you're not there and decide what kind of person you are. So your house, your car, uh, is your car clean? Do you maintain it? Do, are the tires got enough pressure in them? Do you have enough water and oil in your car? Uh, what does your garden look like? What does your bank account look like? And then a photo of you and that photo is going to be spread around to everybody who would recognize your face. So not just people that know you, so your family, your friends, your sporting group, your church group, where you work, yes, those people, but also people who may not know your name, but they would recognize your face. So maybe the bus driver or the person at the petrol station or the person at the supermarket or the cafe that you go to or the shops that you go to. And this person's going to go around and show everybody a photo of you, not a glamour shot, just a normal photo of you, and say, if you met this person or if you know this person, could you please describe them for me in five words? Now, I'm going to wrap all of that up. I uh, sat uh, in that workshop, in that seminar, in that leadership and management course, and I felt very uncomfortable because I had said tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. And if somebody had gone to my house that day, uh, there's a few things that would have been really embarrassing for me. Number one, if you looked in my fridge, uh, I had some green cordial and, uh, and some rotten bananas. So if somebody had never met me before and they opened up my fridge, would they think that a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman lived in this house? I had an a, a empty fridge with some green cordial and some rotten bananas. The other thing that was really embarrassing was my library. What kind of library would a professional person have? And in my library, which was very limited, uh, were some really trashy novels. If you looked into my bank account, even though I had been working for a very long time, my skills of wealth creation were very poor. Uh, I listened to some really, probably trashy music, and I certainly had some very trashy clothing in my wardrobe. So if somebody looked into my life, and I'm presenting or telling the world that I'm tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, and they had to come up with five words to describe me, I don't think that they would be the words that would have been used. But perhaps that was the purpose of the leadership and management course, yeah? Uh, the gentleman that sent me, the owner of the health club, he obviously saw my potential, but my potential, again, I'll use that, is unused. It's there, but you now have to bring it out, develop it, and become a professional person, become a, a personal and professionally developed person. So from that day forward, I have lived my life since 18 uh, with that in mind. So number one, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. And the beautiful thing about that is, would you ever have to make a decision again? It's an, almost a little bit lazy because I don't ever have to think anymore, should I or shouldn't I? How do I make this decision? All I have to do now is say, what would a tough and fair, 
positive, stylish, disciplined, professional woman do? How would she dress? What would her house look like? If somebody walked into her home and looked in her pantry, what would they see? And I'm giving you this example today. It's interesting because we're renting house at the moment while we're building a home. And so I'm actually living in somebody else's home. And somebody else owns this beautiful home and they've given me the privilege of living here. So it's not just that I live here, but every so often, the, obviously the real estate agent comes to have a look to inspect whether or not I'm looking after this house. And how would you look after a house if you were a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional person? What would a real estate agent say about you? What would your next door neighbours say about you? What would somebody who's never been to your house before and you're not there or you are there and they come and look in your home? So it's been, a, it's been fun for me because I've lived my life now as an open book. Literally could come into my house at any time and open any drawer, any cupboard, look at, look at, look at my life. This is my bank account and this is my computer and this is the last 5,500, 5,000 websites I've visited. This is all the information I send out to the world on social media or via email or via text message. I would be really happy for you to listen to every telephone conversation. And I'm sharing that with you as a very personal from my heart to yours. Because is it possible that if who you are inside your head is the same as the person you are to the world is the same as the person you are when you're by yourself. And there's that great question, who are you when you think that nobody's watching? And what if there was somebody watching? Would you be embarrassed or would you be excited to be an example of a living, breathing, tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined, professional person? It's a really interesting question. It's also been a very freeing experience because is it possible that if who you are and who you present to the world are two different people, is it possible that you could live in a little bit of fear? Uh, it could be stressful. Because what if people find out that I'm not who I say I am? And is it possible that there's a lot of people that live in a, a very stressed headspace or an angry or even depressed headspace because what they're sharing with the world isn't who they are on the inside? So I always ask this question, and it's something that it's a personal question I ask myself every day, but it might be helpful. Be and live and do who you are. So if somebody watched what you do, if somebody could listen to what you say, but what if they could read your thoughts? What if what you think and what you say and what you do, whether you're by yourself or whether you're with other people, what if they're all exactly the same? Would it be a really fun way to live your life, a freeing way to live, a satisfying way to live because you're not trying to please anybody? And then the next part of that, of course, is we live in a world where people are really, well, it seems that people have become quite nasty, uh, quite, uh, people criticize, they gossip about you, they pull you down. It just seems that human nature has become a little bit like that. But if you're living as the person that you believe that you are, so I'm, if, you, if you come up with five words to describe you as a person and every part of your life is like that and every decision you make is based on would a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined discipline and professional person live like this and you're going to come up with your own words, of course, then is it possible that uh, even if people criticize you and pull you down and they're nasty to you, that it wouldn't bother you because you know that you're living... Uh, 
who do I, and I'll go back to those same questions, who am I, what do I stand for, what would I die for, what are my core values? Now, what's that got to do with a successful business? Is it possible, and I'll go back to my first question, that when who you are and what you do are the same thing, that you could be a really happy person and you're more likely to be a successful person personally and professionally? So when it comes to marketing your business and creating a website and, and putting together a Facebook page and uh, what do you post on social media and do I have a brochure or a business card or I'm going to be speaking at a conference or I've got a website or with a uniform for my business or what's my car going to look like or what's my house going to look like, if who I am and what I do and what I say and my business are all in line with each other... Is it possible that then people will know when they come in contact with you that that's the real deal? Now, I will give you a little bit of a, a, a negative on that, though, uh, is that I do get a lot of criticism for that because a lot of people say she can't be that happy all the time. She can't be that disciplined all the time. She can't have a house that's clean all the time. You know, what? surely she doesn't dress nice all of the time. Uh, and... That's where the criticism of other people and the negativity of other people, even when it comes into your life, is it possible that it wouldn't bother you? Because I know that if you come and look in my pantry, that's what you'll find. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter which day of the week. I live in a house where there's two very happy people live here and four very happy puppy dogs, and we laugh a lot, and we every day we live who we are. And there's a great question to ask yourself. Am I living who I am? And when it comes to your business and your career path, is it possible that you would never pick a job, you'd never pick a, a career, you'd never go into a business that wasn't in line with, that wasn't in sync with who you really are? So would this be a great exercise for us to do with our kids, for example? I would have loved to have done this in primary school. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? And how about we live that way for the rest of your life? What if we then would, well, I'll ask the question, what kind of career path would we choose? Uh, if I'm going to be tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, and of course you're going to pick your own words, but what kind of career path does that person have? Uh, I'm not going to have a lousy, stinking, rotten job that I don't like. I'm not going to work for somebody that I don't respect. I'm not going to be involved with people that I don't uh that I don't respect, there's a great word. Is it possible we do a lot of things in our life because we don't really know who we are? Is it possible that we try and market a business that isn't who we really are? Is it possible that we apply for a career position not because it's who we are, but it's going to pay our lousy, stinking, rotten bills? And if you go back to what kind of person am I, then what kind of position would I apply for? What kind of business would I go into? What kind of people would I have in my life? Uh, and that's, a, again, I'll go back to the decision-making process. It actually makes you a little bit lazy because you no longer have to make a decision. All I ever have to ask now is, what would a tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional woman do in this situation? Would she invest time with this person? Would she invest money in this experience? Where would she go? What would she do? How would she dress? And if you're not pretending to be something that you're not, if you're not trying to please other people, and is it possible that there's a lot of people that live their life like that? Uh, and I did up until that, I'm very privileged, privileged, I learned this at 18 years of age. 
I was dressing to show off my external assets because I didn't know who I was on the inside. But when I decided who I was going to be on the inside, I no longer needed to show off my assets on the outside. It wasn't about getting praise from other people. It wasn't about other people liking me. It wasn't about external. And I always ask this question, what's the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem? And it was explained to me beautifully, and I continue to explain it now as a, just as a normal part of professional development. Uh, self-confidence is it possible that it comes from the outside so if everybody likes you and people tell you how good you are and you get lots of praise and lots of uh, compliments you feel confident but is it possible that self-esteem is exactly the opposite to that so even if everybody hates you and everybody's criticizing you and the world is against you and and people don't like you is it possible that if you have strong self-esteem none of that matters because you like you So I always ask that great question, is it possible that it's more important for me to like me and the rest of the world hates me than for the rest of the world to like me and I hate me? And I go a step further than that because this word is really important to me. Would it be more important for me to have self-respect and the rest of the world hate me than for the rest of the world to like me but I don't respect myself? And is it possible that if who you are, what you believe in, what you, what you stand for, what you would die for, what your core values are, is it possible that if you live that person, then you will like who you are? You'll have strong self-esteem. It won't matter what people say about you. It won't matter if everybody is against you. And I can only share that with you because I, I do live in a very interesting world where, and I, live, I know I live in the same world that you do. But when you are a happy person all the time, when you're healthy, fit and strong and you are healthy, fit and strong all the time, it's really interesting how many people want to try and pull you down. You can't be that happy all the time. She's obnoxiously happy. She's unrealistically happy. I'm sure she doesn't exercise every day. I always have a giggle when people say that. I'm sure she doesn't exercise every day. And I I never respond anymore, but I always think to myself, yeah, but I brush my teeth every day. I breathe air every day. I eat food every day and I uh, take a shower every day. Of course, I exercise every day. But I don't need to justify that, the same as you won't either. When who you are and what you do and what you think and who you share with the world is the same as who you are on the inside, is it possible that you'll have nothing to hide? People can come into your house and look in your pantry. They can look at the last 500 websites you visited. They could have a look at every single social media post you've ever made. They could read every email you've ever sent. They can listen to every telephone call you've ever had and say, wow, that person is the real deal. What they say they are is who they are. And could that be a really lovely way to live your life? And if you want to have a successful career or a successful business, is it possible that that would just be a flow on? If you do the things that you that give you self-respect and self-esteem, is it possible that you would choose a healthy, fit, strong body? You would choose a career path or a business that is respectful to, to who you are. You would have a financial plan that's respectful of your lifestyle and you would only have people in your life who are either respectful of you or the reverse of that. And I always find this to be a really cool place to be. If you like who you are, Is it possible that it doesn't matter if everybody else doesn't like you? So the people that come into your life, they're an added bonus. They're not the people that make you happy. Could it be a really cool place to live that I like me? Could it mean that you're never lonely? 
because if you like who you are and you love your own company, it doesn't matter if you don't have anybody else in your life. And then the reverse of that is it possible that if you are self, you have high self-esteem and high self-respect and self-discipline, that you'll attract those kind of people into your life. And if you don't, it doesn't matter because you like who you are. So would it be a really great idea to decide today? Well, why not do it today? What a great idea. Who am I? Pick five words. Be that person. You never have to make a decision again for the rest of your life. Marketing your business, choosing a career path, choosing what to wear, what kind of uniform will I have, uh, what kind of places will I go, what kind of books will I read, what kind of music will I listen to. It's all easy because it's now I'm only going to make decisions based on who I am. So who are you?